Today's word of the day is... Visceral. Definition relating to deep inward feelings rather than to the intellect. It was just after a rainstorm. And little Johnny and his grandpa were sitting out on the front porch. Little Johnny starts to think. He says, Grandpa, do you think I could take one of those worms and shove it back into its hole? Grandpa says, no, there's, there's no way. It's way too squishy and soft for you to be able to do that. Little Johnny says, all right, I bet you $10 I can. His grandpa says, you're right. Little Johnny runs in the house, grabs a can of hairspray, sprays that worm up and down till it's stiff as a board and shoves it right back in that hole. Little Johnny says, all right, give me my $10. Grandpa says, okay, give me that can of hairspray. I'll be back with your money. About 20 minutes later, he comes back. He says, all right, little Johnny, here's $20. He says, grandpa, we only bet 10. He says, I know. That ten dollars is for me, and the other ten dollars—that's for me, Grandma. I used to not give a fuck. Then I started drinking Red Bull. Now I don't give a flying fuck. If you stay in bed, if you stay on the couch, if you stay in your comfort zone, if you only do what is easy, your life will be hard. But if you do what is hard, if you get up, if you grind, if you are relentless, if you work as hard as possible when other people are slacking off, your life will be easy. Easy doesn't pay well. Choose the hard path, the path of responsibility, hard work, and sacrifice that ultimately leads to freedom. Too tired, too hungry, too sore, too hot, too cold, too whatever. People ask me what I do when I get those little feelings running around. Well, let me tell you what I don't do. I don't tell everybody. As a matter of fact, I don't even let those words run around inside my own brain housing group. I keep it secure. Lock it down. It doesn't matter how I'm doing. It doesn't matter how I slept last night. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter when the last time I ate. It doesn't matter. Because I'm going to go get some. Are you going to work out today? Yes or no? Are you going to win? Yes or no? Make the binary code decision. Yes or no? It's a commitment. It's not a feeling. Commitments don't have nothing to do with your feelings. You do it because you're supposed to. Your mind is your strongest weapon, but you must take control of it. You have to tell your brain where you want to go. When your brain tells you to give in, you push forward. When it tells you to take the day off, you go harder. Don't allow your weak feelings to dictate where you end up in your life. You've got to activate the thinker in you. Don't allow your emotions to control you. We are emotional, but you want to begin to discipline your emotion. If you don't discipline and contain your emotions, they will use you. Prove to yourself today, every day, that you can and will push harder than you wanted to. Harder than you felt like pushing. Past the point of fatigue and far beyond the point of comfort to that outer edge. With every ounce of grit and tenacity to where you cross that line, that threshold, through the suffering. Your body and mind will always adjust to more suffering, to more pain. Your mind quits way before your body does. So you have to be willing to go way into that darkness and find more of yourself. Regardless of what's in front of you, you still must grind. I feel that most things I do, but still I grind. I don't want to do half the shit I do, but still I grind. And that one day, you see me on a dark alley, running at one o'clock in the morning, no one day, I was grinding. Where are the warriors that say, I'm going to make a decision, and I'm keeping it. And regardless of how you feel about it, it doesn't matter if the world is crumbling down around you. It doesn't matter what's happening. Just do the thing every single day, whether you feel like it or not. Oh, I don't feel so good today. Get your lazy, sick ass up out of bed. Your only commitment is to the activity, not to the grand scheme, not to the big picture, not to the implications of what it is that you're doing. It's to do the thing. It's what you fucking do every single day that matters more than anything. Devote yourself to something bigger. Be decisive about what you're going to do. And then be disciplined about getting it done every single day, whether you feel like it or not. From ABC News. I'm Brian Clark. Five people were killed Thursday in a mass shooting in Raleigh, North Carolina. Authorities say one of the victims was an off-duty police officer who spotted a teenager with a gun. 
More from ABC's Jim Ryan. A stunned North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper. This is a senseless, horrific, and infuriating act of violence. At least two other people were wounded by the shooter, who's identified so far only by his age, 15 years old. A federal law enforcement memo issued overnight said the suspect was taken into custody with life-threatening injuries of his own, possibly self-inflicted. The January 6th committee voted Thursday to issue a subpoena to former President Trump. During Thursday's hearing, the committee member said showed the premeditated nature of the attack on the Capitol. Committee chair Benny Thompson said, In a staggering betrayal of his oath, Donald Trump attempted a plan that led to an attack on a pillar of our democracy. It's still hard to believe. Subpoena's not been formally issued, but it's already leading questions of what will happen next. ABC chief Washington correspondent Jonathan Carl says, So will Donald Trump comply with the subpoena and testify under oath? His initial reaction to the subpoena was simply to attack the committee and to ask why they waited so long to invite him to testify. But Trump says that he will provide an answer later this morning. Inflation remains high, up 8.2% in September, according to a report out Thursday. Later in the day, President Biden in California said, Americans are squeezed by the cost of living. It's been true for years, and folks don't need to be a report to tell them they're being squeezed. Fighting this battle every day is the key reason why I ran for president of the United States. Lots of attention on food prices, and in a major grocery move, Kroger's buying Albertsons in a deal that's worth $24.6 billion. You're listening to ABC News. Many of the families of the victims of the massacre at the high school in Parkland, Florida, were left reeling after a jury's recommendation on whether the shooter should live or die. Nicholas Cruz spared the death penalty. A Florida jury instead recommending the Parkland gunman spend the rest of his life in prison without the possibility of parole. Many of the families angry and stunned. What it says to me, what it says to my family, what it says to the other families is that his life meant more than the 17 that were murdered. If this was not the most perfect death penalty case then why do we have the death penalty at all? The jury's foreman says three voted against it, telling our Miami affiliate WPLG he feels bad for the family. That's ABC's Gio Benitez. Cruz will be formally sentenced November 1st. Climate protesters taking aim at a classic work of art in London. Two cans of tomato soup were dumped on Vincent van Gogh's painting Sunflowers at the National Gallery. The painting was protected by glass. Two people have been arrested. And for the first time in years, new music discovered from Queen with legendary frontman Freddie Mercury. The song's called Face It Alone. It was recorded in 1988, but never released until now. It was rediscovered when the band's archive team started going through old material. The drummer, Roger Taylor, admits they forgot about it. This is ABC News. The following program is an anchor production. Now available on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And with that being said, the Ace Balloon Show starts right now. What is going on, everybody? Happy Friday. <clears throat> Welcome to the Ace Valone Show, and I'm still the aforementioned Ace Valone. Now, before we get to what we're going to get to today, I want to tell you guys about my trip I took last week. Well, actually, last weekend. Well, I left Thursday morning, and... Um, Went to Reno, Nevada. And it was fun, man. I enjoyed the time I spent there. I went with my dad and his best friend and his girlfriend and his best friend's son and daughter. 
and it was it was a blast like I had so much fun lost a little bit gambling won a little bit uh, went and saw Kid Rock which was a fucking blast um, and that show was just not just, it was next level oh it was awesome it was just I it was just fucking amazing it was amazing but like I said I won a little lost a little uh, saw some sights um, there was an Italian street festival for a day Um, but yeah, all in all, I mean, it, it was a, it was a fun time. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I enjoyed everything about the trip. The road trip was fun. You know, that's, that's half the fun right there is the road trip down. Took us 12 hours to get there. So, but yeah, but I'm happy to be home. <laughs> Excuse me. Happy to be home. Happy to see the dogs. Uh, when I got home, I had to pack again right away because I went and stayed at my sister's and had to watch my nephew. Um, but yeah, it was fun. You know, it was fun. Uh, we left last Thursday, we came back. Monday night, and then Monday night, I that's when I had to pack again, and uh, and uh, go stay at my sister's, and then Tuesday I had to watch my nephew. So yeah. And then this past Wednesday, I had to stay over again and then watch him yesterday. So it's been like a week there, but it's all right. You know, I, I love my family. You know, I'm not griping. I'm not complaining. I'm not bitching. I'm not moaning. Um, but yeah, no, I, I had fun, man. It was a blast. It was a blast, and I and I cannot wait to do that again. I can't wait to go back again. And but I, I had the time of my life, you know. It was it was awesome. It was very very fun. But with that being said, why don't we get into what we're gonna get into today, which is listen along number nine, which uh, like I mentioned last week, I'm gonna run it back, and it is Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker two. At WrestleMania 26 in 2010, if you guys listened last week, of course, not going to spoil anything, but if you listened last week, thank you. Um, but uh, this is, you know, this is their second encounter at back-to-back WrestleMania, so I think it's going to be good. I mean, it was just back in 2010, so... but. But, you know, it's it's going to be good. I feel like, you know, I feel it. So, without any further ado, uh, I'm going to stop rambling. And I'm going to get it queued up and take it from there. Enjoy Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker 2 Streak versus Career Match. Enjoy. Last year, people said we had the greatest match in WrestleMania history. 
obsession for HBK, consumed with the Undertaker industry. And when the Phenom refused to take a rematch, Shawn Michaels would face the issue. And that's why I cost you the World Heavyweight Championship. Face me at WrestleMania Undertaker and get your revenge. I accept.
So much riding on this match from both of these men. Career versus streak. streaks in all of sports. Think of some of the great streaks. DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak. Oral Hershiser's scoreless streak. Undertaker's streak is legendary. Nothing compares to the streak, the 17-0 streak of The Undertaker. Yeah, but you guys are talking about the streak, and certainly it's impressive. I mean, it's uh, unparalleled, but let's talk about the career of Shawn Michaels. Let's talk about what The Undertaker's thinking about doing here. Oh, saw the Undertaker's look and he capitalized and countered and delivered a shoulder to the injured knee of the Phenom. I think that's... Hey, King, this is great strategy for Shawn Michaels. When you're facing a bigger opponent, you got to knock him down to size. Exactly. Shawn Michaels looks like he was maybe going for the figure four of Undertaker counter. I thought earlier Undertaker was going to go for that dive, that patented dive over the top rope. I don't know if his knee would have held up to, to get airborne like that. Uh, Shawn Michaels wasn't going to allow it to happen. Again, another thing Shawn Michaels has learned over the years, including last year, is Undertaker drives Michaels spying first to the steel. Now you see the Undertaker focusing on that uh, that famous that famous back of Shawn Michaels. We all know the history there. Shawn Michaels injured back, cost him five years of his career. Undertaker knows that well. Guys, I love the strategy. An injured limb definitely takes away the choke slam, the last ride, the tombstone, and the hell's gate from the Undertaker. Yeah, but right now it's the Undertaker who's got strategy oh. as he delivers a vicious, vintage leg drop. Boy, this has got to be disheartening to the Undertaker. And remember, gentlemen, Undertaker can do anything he wants to Shawn Michaels outside the ring because of the stipulation in this matchup. You've got to win by pinfall or submission. You know, the, the, the main thing that had, to, that had to be on the mind of the Undertaker, what you're talking about, when you're thinking about devising your strategy for a match as big as this, you've got to stay healthy. You've got to try to avoid injury. And what happens right off the bat? Undertaker suffers. And Michaels goes right for the injured leg. Just believe, and right as we believe, 
The Undertaker takes it right away. And that was so close, so close for Shawn Michaels' career to be over here tonight. Well, you got to know the determination that's in the heart of HBK. And Undertaker. And Michaels trying to battle back, trying to battle out. Oh, no, the Undertaker was going for the turn pile driver. And Shawn Michaels. There is the ankle lock submission. And Michaels on the injured leg of the Undertaker. Has the ankle lock locked in. Will the Undertaker now tap out? I have been locked in this hole. The pressure on the ankle and the knee. How is the Undertaker withstanding this pain? Oh, my gosh. Look at the Undertaker's foot. It's not meant to bend that way. And you can hear the Undertaker screaming, no, no, as Michaels back into the center of the ring. Compounding the pressure by hyperextending the knee. Undertaker writhing in agony. Look at the way Sean's legs are locked as well. The determination on the face of Shawn Michaels. I just, I, I just still can't imagine the Undertaker. Look at shoulders, shoulders. Maybe even with a broken ankle, I can't imagine the Undertaker tapping out at WrestleMania. Can you? I can't imagine. Not at all. Not any of the streak on a submission. I don't think anybody see that coming. Undertaker trying to do what he can. Oh, your seven-foot frame coming into play. Those long legs of the Undertaker. Those big feet finding their mark side of Shawn Michaels' head. It has been such a physical battle since the beginning of this match. Has so much emotion here. We're talking about, you know, we're talking about that streak, but what about Shawn's career? I mean, oh, on that side. Shawn Michaels has been obsessing about this match for over a year, just thinking about trying to end the Undertaker's undefeated streak, but then suddenly this match becomes about ending his career. Let's face it, we know what the Undertaker's undefeated streak means to him, but it can't mean as much as it does to the career of that man. Because Shawn Michaels moves caught in the air. Unbelievable strength and resiliency from the Undertaker. And Shawn Michaels try to fight out, fight out. Undertaker countered. 
preserving an elbow to the heart. Oh, what a match. I don't know what it took out of The Undertaker's legs, but it looks as though Shawn Michaels is now injured as well. Watch the legs come up. Oh, right into the ribs of Shawn Michaels. But desperate times call for oh, desperate times. Hellsgate, 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 Undertaker looking to lock it in. Oh. And Michaels counters. Oh. Counters Shawn Michaels, no one has ever countered the Hell's Gate, I believe. I have been in that move. You immediately pass out, and Shawn Michaels knew the severity of the situation. Shawn just grasping for any part of the Undertaker he can get his hands on. Now, ooh, thrown off. Legend. I think Undertaker's legend. 
Shawn Michaels flailing around before coming, coming to a stop. Look at, look, at, look at the Undertaker's face. I, I swear, I think it's like.
said, Michael, defiant. I mean, you know, signaling the end of himself and then slapping the Undertaker in the face. Oh, now what?
Another instant classic between Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Back-to-back -back WrestleManias. And unfortunately, the career of Shawn Michaels comes to an end as The Undertaker extends his streak to 18-0. and zero. Tough break for Shawn, man. Sucked. Sucks. But on a lighter note, I'm going to segue now into uh, today's moment of Zen, and that's just because my life has come to that. Uh, today's moment of Zen, the late, great Scott Hall said, Hard work pays off. Dreams come true, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. That's some zen for you, I am full of it, and until next time, I'll be back with more wisdom, more vitriol, and more of the Ace of Alone show. Take care guys, have a happy, <coughs> have a happy Friday. News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We're learning more about a deadly shooting in North Carolina. Police in Raleigh say they've arrested a 15-year-old boy in the deaths of five people, including an off-duty police officer, Chief Estella Parson. The shootings occurred um, in the streets, in the neighborhood, and then the suspect fled towards the Greenway. And then they, we had some more victims who were shot at, in the Greenway. Greenway, a walking trail where three people were killed. Police chief says the suspect and one of the victims are hospitalized in critical condition. Raleigh Mayor Marianne Baldwin. We have doubled our determination now to end senseless gun violence that is grips on our country and now on our city. Donald Trump is responding after lawmakers investigating the U.S. Capitol attack voted to subpoena him in a blockbuster ending to their public hearings. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy has the details. In an angry letter that runs more than two pages, the former president says the January 6th panel has, quote, not gone after the people that created the fraud, but rather great American patriots who questioned it. Trump attaches page after page of disproven allegations and photos of the crowd he amassed on January 6th. His letter to the committee doesn't say whether he'll testify. Georgia's Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker will be on the hot seat tonight when he faces Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock in what's likely to be the only debate of their campaign. Walker, who opposes abortion in all instances, has been fending off claims he paid for his ex-girlfriend to have the procedure. CBS's Nicole Killian is in Savannah. Folks with the, the Walker campaign told me he really uh, wants this to be a debate about the issues, but is certainly prepared to answer any questions uh, about his past or address uh, some of these allegations. They are prepared if that comes up.
High school officials in San Diego say 40% of students were absent on a single day this week. The majority believed to have gotten sick after homecoming weekend. Diagnosis? Flu. Cameron Kaiser with the county's Health and Human Services Agency. What is striking about this year's flu season is how early it's come. A local children's hospital also reports an unexpected increase in the number of kids being admitted to the ER with RSV. Runny noses, coughing, sneezing, fever, and shortness of breath. The Commerce Department's released a new read on retail sales. Bank rates Ted Rossman. Sales were basically flat. I think one way you could put it is that consumers are spending more, but they're not really getting more because when you adjust for inflation, people are kind of right back where they started. The Dow is down 124 points, S&P off 37. This is CBS News. guys enjoyed that episode do me a favor leave me a five star rating on spotify and apple podcast or however many stars you think i deserve and until next time i will catch your asses down the road